This week on Double-Edged Sword, cutting to the heart of a deceptive culture, state chaplain of the Knights of Columbus, Father Bernie Georges, talks about the Value Them Both Amendment that will be voted on by Kansans August 2nd, 2022. What is this amendment about? Why is it important? Well, let's find out. Father Bernie is being interviewed by Divine Mercy Radio's on-air host, Kelly Roper. And boy, do we have a treat in store for us. Father Bernie, are you there? Good morning. How are you? Good morning. It is awesome to talk to you. Father Bernie Georges, um, we're going to be talking about his topic, Value Them Both. By introduction, Father Bernie Georges is the pastor of St. Peter the Apostle Catholic Church in Wichita. He is also the state chaplain for the Knights of Columbus. Father Bernie has been busy going throughout the state, educating the faithful on the Value Them Both Amendment, which Kansans will be voting on August 2nd. Let's talk with Father Bernie Georges about value them both well when when does a baby get his earlobe I I don't know that I want to say nine weeks or ten weeks okay but what was the answer you are right it was nine weeks yeah nine weeks yep. okay yep there nine weeks yep thank you all right well I tell you what I again um, I, I know I mentioned here I think last fall when I when I visited with you uh-huh. uh, we had this great opportunity uh, to travel the state to teach people uh, to preach on the value of the both amendment. And the biggest thing that I try to uh, convey is that we must remember that every single human being is made in the image and likeness of God. This is a Christian worldview, not particularly Catholic, it's just Christian, it's Judeo-Christian, that we recognize that every single person is made in the image and likeness of God, and because of that, they... Um, have a particular dignity and a particular sanctity. So no matter what race, no matter what nationality, no matter what creed, we are all made in the image and likeness of God. And so I've had that great honor to travel the state of Kansas from Norton and uh, Atwood, Colby, um, all the way down to uh, Liberal, Ulysses, Garden City, Dodge City, uh, and then just started moving my way east and pretty well we have covered every single county in the state of Kansas. <laughs> You're awesome. <laughs> so anyway, so we are on our last stretch. We have the metro uh, Kansas City area um, to uh, to visit with uh, June and July. But there also might be a they, they might be shifting gears and saying you know hey let's go back out west again um, because there's a lot of presentations already have happened in the metro area. So. Um, out of the 55 districts that we have in the Knights of Columbus, I have covered, I think, oh, at least, I think, 50, uh, 50 districts uh, throughout the state. And those five that are left or so are up there in the Kansas City area. So, wow, it is, uh, it's been a whirlwind. And like you said, I'm meeting myself at the door. Yeah. And, um, and then I got a parish to run, too. Yeah, <laughs> so, <laughs> imagine that. And, and God bless all the people at the parish. They pick up my slack. So yeah, yeah. anyway, this, it's been, a, been just a fantastic, fantastic 
whirlwind tour. Yeah, and when you come to Kansas City, come see me, and I think we can also get you on the radio there if you want to do that. So contact me, and we'll, okay. we'll figure if we can can get that to happen. We have a live show that goes out on Thursday mornings, so we can um, maybe get you on there. So um, that would be awesome. All right, so for those that, that are listening, I come in from Kansas City to do these, these pledge drives, and, and what a pleasure it is and what a privilege. And I'm Kelly Roper, and I am so grateful to be here with Father Bernie Georges um, talking about value than both. So tell me, what is it about value than both? Explain for those that haven't heard that before, what, what are we talking about? Well, first of all, the, uh, in April of 2019, the Supreme Court, after due study uh, of the Kansas Constitution, this, the Supreme Court of the state of Kansas, they discovered that everybody in the state of Kansas, they claim, have, has a right to an abortion. Mm, yeah. And so... The religious leaders came together. They came together in uh, the fall of 2019, and they, you know, they said, "What? What's going on here?" Yeah. And the religious leaders came together and put together a proposal. Uh, they called "Value Them Both." They formed a coalition coming together called "Value Them Both." And so, it's not just uh, the Catholic bishops; it's also the leaders of the Missouri Synod Lutheran Church. Uh, the Baptist Church, Evangelicals, and even some Methodists have come together and formed a coalition, and they put together a proposal on the, uh, uh, to get it on the ballot for the people of Kansas, we the people of Kansas, to vote whether or not we want to adhere to what the Supreme Court just said. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And so what, what is it, what's that threat? It's basically that all the, all the laws or regulations that we have regarding the abortion industry are presumed unconstitutional. So, the, the, the like for instance, the rule that um, uh, parental consent um, before a young girl can have this procedure, um, we say that her guardian or her parent needs to know about it. Uh, a woman's right to know bill that she has the, uh, we say that she has the right to be able to see where it's, uh, what, what what this procedure is going to do uh, with this fetus. What, what, what stage of life is the fetus? Um, this is where the sonogram uh, and the 3D imaging sonogram is, is so helpful. Um, just basic uh, standards of clinic inspections, safety inspections for a clinic. All these different rules that we have regarding the uh, uh, abortion industry, we had some sort of regulation for it. Well, they're all presumed unconstitutional with the Supreme Court's decision. Once again, this is two, April of 2019. So in the fall of 2019, the, the religious leadership in the state of Kansas came together, formed a coalition, brought together a proposal to give to the state legislators that they might be able to uh, vote to put it on the ballot so we, the people of Kansas, can vote. Well, they did in the spring of 2020, presented it to our Kansas legislators. We did not have enough votes because it needed super majority vote to mm -hmm. get it on the ballot. Mm -hmm. So we lost that effort. That was in the spring of 2020. Well, we all know that there was an election in the fall of 2020. Mm -hmm. uh, some new people rolled on and old people rolled off to their state legislatures and both uh, representatives and senators. And so the religious leaders leadership, they proposed it again to our legislature. And so this time, by the skin of our teeth, we got enough votes to say, okay, let's let it up to the people of Kansas. So that was the spring of uh, 
2021. So from that moment on, and maybe I guess maybe a month or so later, um, the bishops asked me as state chaplain of the Knights of Columbus to go out and teach people on what is the value of both amendments. So what it does is basically it says not everybody has a right to an abortion, that the abortion industry can be regulated through our state legislators, and that no taxpayer funds should support this atrocity. So that's basically what, what the, in a nutshell, uh, what the amendment does, and so that we, we can regulate that industry to save babies. Yeah, yeah. Wow. And, and you know, it just, it seems like some of our political leaders are just doubling down to kill babies right now. And, and to have that voice out there, you know, a voice of reason and a voice for saving innocent lives, um, just a, a beautiful thing that you're, you're doing there and so important. Well, okay, let, let me just say it's, it's also common sense. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Every other industry is, has some sort of regulation, and I'm not, I'm not one who wants to impose super re- regulation on any, any industry, but every industry has some sort of regulation, and I think it's for the benefit of the public, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, this industry somehow is exempt, doesn't make sense to me. So common sense says every industry has to have some sort of, you know, for the safeguard of the public. Yeah. Well, what's amazing with this value them both amendment, that there is, you mentioned that some legislators are doubling down. What's amazing is that it seems to me that it is pushing one person to one side or the other. Mm. In other words, it is awakening the public to see their legislators, where are they really when it comes to being pro-life? Yeah. Um, you know, and, and to what degree are they willing to not even have any regulation at all uh, for this industry? So it's, uh, it's kind of telling. It's pushing a person to really uh, give the tell of what that uh, legislator, that representative or senator is, uh, um, what, what the position is. Yeah. So yeah. it is, it is kind of awakening a lot of people to their representatives. Yeah, absolutely. Well, one of the things is that, um, again, our opposition, namely a Planned Parenthood, and any other uh, of those of that, of that same ilk uh, within our uh, nation, they want Kansas to be a destination place for abortions. Since the ruling, 2019 all the way to the end of 2020, we've had an increase of abortions in the state of Kansas. Um, but what's amazing, we've had almost a 95 to 10% increase in abortions. But what's beautiful on the turn side of that is about 65 to 7.5% decrease in our Kansas girls receiving an abortion. Wow. So we've had a decrease in our Kansas girls. So people will say, why is it that we've had an increase? Well, we have a 185% increase of girls coming from Arkansas, 300-some percent increase from girls coming from Oklahoma. And if you're in Wichita or Kansas City, you will see Texas plates on these cars. Over a 1,000% increase in girls coming from Texas to get their abortions. 
And here's what's sad. Here's what's sad. A lot of times there will be a male driver with maybe four young girls Wow. in the car. Yeah. And the people who are out praying before the clinics, just one after another, they tell me, Texas tag, Texas tag, Texas tag. We have become a destination place mm. for this systematic termination of our unborn children. Yeah. It is so sad. And this is where the, the, the Planned Parenthood, those who are uh, opposing uh, life, they have so much money that money is not an issue. Yeah. They're going to try to take over all the airwaves. So they got the radio. They're going to take over the TV commercials. They have the television. And we cannot compete with that. However, what is it that we have that they don't? Well, we've had, first of all, we have God on our side. God is pro-life. And he is calling us Christians to get out and to recognize the dignity and the sanctity of each human being and share our story with one another, with our friends, with our families, with our neighbors, to go out and teach people who we truly are as Christians, and that is pro-life, that we recognize the dignity, sanctity, we recognize the image of God in everyone. Yeah. With that being said, we have the ground game. We have the ground game. They have the air, we have the ground. Yeah. We have the heart speaking to heart, mind speaking to mind, and we have neighbor with with neighbor, family member with family member. Yeah. And this is the only way that we can be victorious is that if we have the courage enough to speak our conviction as a Christian being pro-life. And so what does this mean? Oh, boy, I'm going to get into trouble here. Get ready. Get ready. <laughs> There's two things we were told ever since we were little that you never bring up at a family reunion. Religion and politics. I'm saying today, here's where I'm going to get in trouble. I'm saying today that we've been lied to. This is what we must be speaking about. We must be speaking about our relationship with God, our relationship with each other. Yeah. We have only two rules that we have to live by. And that was simply, love God, love your neighbor. Yeah. Well, because we're a little slow as human beings, God had to come down on a mountain and talk to Moses, say, okay, Moses, Moses, if people of Israel, here's three rules how you love God, seven other rules how you love each other, how you love neighbor. Yeah. But, again, that is called our, re our relationship with God is our religion. Our relationship with each other is our politics. Yeah. So this is where we must be start start to talk religion and politics in our family reunions yeah. and amongst polite company. You know, and there was a, a listener who called in that's on the same wavelength as you because because they called in and they said uh, it was a Knights of Columbus member and he suggested that councils call each of their members, reminding them to get registered and vote. Um, he thought that the personal contact would be the most effective approach. So, um, yeah, he's right on there with you, isn't he? You betcha, you betcha. Because, again, we have 37,000 members of the Knights of Columbus uh, in the state of Kansas. Wow. And they, most of those have spouses. Yeah. <laughs> so there's, let's say, 70,000 people. Yeah. These 70,000 people must talk to two or three family members. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See how simple that is, right? Yeah. And so we're having a Knights of Columbus convention here this weekend. Matter of fact, I'm supposed to be there today, but... Um, 
I had to postpone that for a little bit, but it's going to be happening this weekend, and we're going to be launching, distributing um, a lot of information and a lot of uh, yard signs, road signs. We'll be distributing that all from uh, this convention here this weekend in Topeka, and um, we're going to, you're going to see the month of May getting hot, and June's going to be hotter, and July will be, will be a scorcher. We need to get out, and we have to go door-to-door, neighbor to neighbor, house to house, and just say, hey, have you heard of value them both? Yeah. yeah. You know? And so this, this is what's so beautiful is that people are active. You know, if, if one, one person, one person can, if they have just a little, we have these little cards that you can, you can drop off at a house. And uh, one person in a neighborhood can knock on a door and touch 50 homes in two hours, 25 homes an hour. Yeah. Just by going, just going by door to door and say, "Hey, have you heard of the value of the boat?" Yeah, and explain the value of the boat a little bit. It, it, we have a little palm card. It gives you some little data points. Yeah, and uh, just get encourage them. Go out and vote August second. Yes, August second uh, and Tuesday in twenty twenty two. So get out there and vote, and get your family members to vote. Yes, so, yes. Ah, what, one of one of the things I am recommending too is um, a lot of people have these phones we call smart and um, what's amazing with the smartphone is that you can go to your browser whether it's Safari or Google or whatever it is and you could go and go to valuethemboth.com valuethemboth.com and you can just get, get their website and when you do that it gives you an opportunity uh, to push that link yes. uh, to somebody you want to forward that link to somebody Yes. And so I encourage everybody who's listening right now, go to valuethemboth.com on your uh, cell phones right now, your smartphone right now, and uh, read it over, what have you, and then push it to some people in your contacts. And you can just text it to them, text the link to them. And that way you can, especially your family and friends, and especially we're, we're going to have, we're going to be having Mother's Day here coming up. That's right around the corner. We need to, at our Mother's Day event, we need to talk, ask everybody, have you heard of value them both? Yeah. All of our family members, our immediate family members at our Mother's Day get together. Yeah. And then what else do we have? Graduation coming up. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> and our graduation parties, we need to say, hey, you're 18 years old. Are you registered to vote? Yeah. And are you going to be 18 before August 2nd? Are you going to be voting at this primary? Yeah. We got to get that person. Oh, you have some friends here, some other seniors who are just graduated as well. Are they registered to vote? And get them. You can just go online, get them registered to vote. Yeah. And um, so anyway, so it's kind of exciting. This month of May is going to be very, very busy. We have a lot of gatherings, of course. Everybody's running, running, running. We, but we also need to carry with us this website or some brochures, and you can get those online or stop by your nearest. Uh, Value them both office. We have one in Hayes, one down in Garden, uh, Salina, Kansas City, of course, Topeka, Wichita. We have just get some information so that you can hand it out to some of your people at your your Mother's Day, your fa- uh, graduation parties. And then when June hits and some of these family reunions start up, oh, 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 oh yes, sir. We need to get them. <laughs> we need to bring bumper stickers to everybody who turns in, uh, comes to our, our family reunion. Yeah. It, you know, we have to talk religion. we got to talk politics. And what's amazing, 
value them both, really. It's not even a religious or political thing. It's a humanitarian thing. It's just recognizing the human person. And this is why, when we begin to you know, take a look at the, uh, the pro-life cause, it's not necessarily religious, because science tells us when does a baby have the distinguished earlobe? At nine weeks. That's not religious. That's not political. That's science. Yeah. So we've heard for two years, trust the science. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, so and how? Where's that gotten us? So this is this yeah. is real science that we can trust. <laughs> we need to take a short break right now, but don't change that dial. We'll be right back with more about value them both with Father Bernie Georges. We're back on Double-Edged Sword, cutting to the heart of a deceptive culture on Divine Mercy Radio. Father Bernie Georges. Value them both. Kelly Roper conducts the interview. Father Bernie Georges, I'm talking about Value Them Both. He is from the Wichita area. He's at St. Peter the Apostle Catholic Church in Wichita, and we're grateful that he's calling in with us today to talk about the Value Them Both. What more do you want our listeners to know about that, or do we want to talk about well, other things? What What would you, you like you, to share? Most people who know me know I love to talk and tell stories. Uh, get this story. I heard this story. A young teacher who's newly married, or maybe she had two children already. She was a preschool teacher. And she sat her little preschool class down, maybe 12, 15 students, sat her little preschool class down in a circle, and she told them some great news. She told the children that she was pregnant, and she was going to have a baby. And as they sat in this little circle, she brought a little tiny fetal model of a baby that was 12, 13, 14 weeks. And she described everything with that fetal model, what that baby looked like in her tummy. And as she described with the fetal model, those little fingers, those little toes, it had a little fingerprint, and he had a little nose, and what have you, she passed the little fetal model all the way around the circle. And it came back to her as she continued to tell all the vital statistics of that little baby. A month later or so, she had another fetal model that was, you know, four months, four months along. Uh, and she described the little the vital statistics of that little, little baby inside her tummy. And she passed that fetal model mm -hmm. all the way around the circle. The next month, she brought another fetal model in. And the next month, and the baby gets getting bigger and bigger, and they all knew that, I'll call her Mrs. Jones. Mrs. Jones was getting bigger and bigger. Her tummy's getting bigger and bigger. And anyway, so every, every month or so, she would have a fetal model to the same size of her baby, and she let that class pass that little fetal model around. Well, then one day, the story goes that Mrs. Jones was not there and she had a substitute. And they said, where's, where's Miss Jones? And the substitute says, well, she is in the hospital. She's having her baby. Mm -hmm. And all the kids were excited. 
because they were all part of that growth of that little baby. Mm. And she comes back one day. And she has a brand new little bundle of joy wrapped up in a blanket. And she wanted to show the children her babies. Mm. So they sat in the same little circle. And Mrs. Jones unwrapped the baby from the blanket. And in that baby's little onesie, she took the baby and described all the little things that the baby was doing and how the baby, you know, reacted or whatever. And she took the baby and passed it to a preschooler. Wow. And the preschoolers very carefully passed that baby mm. all the way around the circle. The substitute, her eyes were huge. It's like, I can't believe when she's letting these preschoolers handle her day-old, week-old baby. Yeah. And the baby came back to Mrs. Jones. And finally, when the baby came back, the substitute says, I can't believe you just did that. And Mrs. Jones said to the substitute, if you would have seen how caring and careful these little ones were handling the fetal models as they went around, mm. you wouldn't have any fear either. Mm. Now, now those little babies, those little kids are going to be pro-life forever. Yeah. And isn't that a beautiful story? Yeah. Oh, what a beautiful to death, story. Though, yeah. To see a day older, a week old baby go. <laughs> <laughs> but, but it's a beautiful, beautiful story of life yeah. and how it is so much common sense. Yeah. You know, isn't that cool? Isn't that cool? Ah, oh, it's beautiful. Really beautiful. And and what a, a great, a great testament to just you know, the, the the common sense that, that this is a baby growing inside each one of us. Um, but but so many of so many there's been so much misinformation out there that is presented as fact. Um, not on Catholic radio for sure, but but other places um, we're just being bombarded with with the misinformation, with some out and out lies that that are occurring and with a real attack on the the human person, the unborn human person. Like, like I mentioned before, we have the air game and the ground game. The air game we cannot compete with. Uh, we can only do just what little bit we can do. But what we're doing right now with Divine Mercy Radio, we are piercing the the veil of that propaganda and getting the truth out to people. However, our big game is going to be the ground. That's going to be heart to heart, mind to mind, you know, feet on the ground, yeah. boots on the ground. That's going to be um, how we're going to be able to win this value than both. And so I am encouraging everybody to continue to remember the tremendous power we have as we the people of Kansas of going heart to heart, mind to mind, and taking that taking that action, the willingness to get a little bit uncomfortable and bring up some this, some of these topics regarding faith, regarding politics. Don't be afraid. Now is not the time to be a coward from that. Now is not the time to be afraid. So we must continue to get the message of value them both to every person that we can imagine. Mm-hmm. So if you know, for instance, uh, if there are some properties in your co- local communities where you can put up a big four-foot-by-eight-foot sign, Mm. that says value the vote, vote, vote yes, mm-hmm. call that person. See if they'd be willing to uh, uh, get a sign there. And then get a contact with value them both. Get a big sign out 
and so that we can, again, so as pastor buyers might be able to see that and to get that in their mind, vote yes, vote yes. So, again, I'm, I'm asking everybody, start thinking, how is it that I might be able to do my little part to uh, get the message out with my family, my friends, my neighbors, my community, my county? You had a young lady uh, called for, from Solomon. Uh, yes, look at that whole area around Salina. Do you know some farmers, do you know some people, some landowners who have uh, land next to a major thoroughfare? I'm thinking Highway 70. <laughs> mm -hmm. I'm thinking of 81. Mm -hmm. um, to be able to, to get that uh, message out there, get a sign out there, a big road sign, uh, so that people will co continue uh, to remember, vote yes, August 2nd. Vote yes, August 2nd. Yeah. Does that make sense? It makes perfect sense, and, and I really love the, the idea of the person-to-person. -person. So, um, you know, if they're interested in organizing some kind of person-to-person knocking-on-the-doors campaign, what should they do, Father? Um, well, I tell you what, the best thing to do is get a hold of Value Them Both, and they will help direct you in your community to say, okay, what door should I knock on? I, You know... Uh, let, let me pick on. Let me pick on Victoria. Okay, so Victoria has probably two hundred some houses. What's the best way to knock on two hundred some houses? Okay, um, do I need to knock on every single house? So this is where Value Them Both will give you. Uh, will give you an, if you have a smartphone anyway. Uh, they'll give you an app, and you can download that app. Get it. Get your own personal. Um, uh, a personal login, and they'll give you the town of Victoria. And you can share that login and whatever with maybe some of your neighbors, and then it will divide the uh, city of Victoria into 50, 50 uh, walkbooks. So you can take those 200 homes, divide it by 50, you have four walkbooks. You get four friends or three friends. And you four people can go door to door in the small little city of Victoria, knock on the doors with the little information that Value Them Both will give you, and you can say, hey, have you heard of it, Value Them Both? Yes. And would you like a yard sign? Mm. And then you can just, it, you can do 50 in two hours, 25 homes an hour. Wow. And so it's really kind of fun, especially if, like, if you have a little bit more distance in some of your neighborhoods, get a driver, get your teenager, say, hey. I'm going to go to the door and wait for me and drive me to the next house or whatever, okay? But anyway, they're going to give you a walkbook with little different houses on that walkbook. And when you go and ask them the questions, you swipe, 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 ask them questions, and then um, you go to the next house. And that one house you just visited disappears from your little database so you know kind of how you're progressing. And you can do it if you have time, if you have two hours in one night, fine. If you have, maybe it take, might take you three hours. Well, then you know where you left off. And so this is where it's important to call value the both and say, hey, I am interested in going into my neighborhood and knocking on doors. Put together a database for me so I can walk on a uh, walk door to door. So in Solomon, you're going to need probably maybe three volunteers, four volunteers. Uh, and you can cover your entire city of Solomon. 
just three volunteers, but you have to get your little walkbook, your little map, and they'll kind of have you go house to house, house to house. Mm-hmm. And so it's really, um, it's a great way to do it. And, you know, different campaigns have done that, use the same strategy and whatever, and, and it's going to work. But you you got to make that contact to valuethemboth.com and get a hold of somebody there, contact them, say, hey, I want information for my small little community. If you live in larger communities, uh, there should they'll say, look, I'm living in Salina, I'm living in Hayes, I'm living in Colby. Um, who is organizing this in my town? Yeah. And then I want to kind of get trained on how to go door to door. And what can I do? And so what we're hoping to do is to have people walk door to door to whatever degree they can. And even if, even if you can't even walk, you can still maybe they can give you a little data, uh, data bank so that you can make phone calls to people. Yeah. Make phone calls to people and say, hey, um, have you heard of Value Them Both Amendment? Yeah. And we're hoping you vote yes. Yeah. So it gives you just a little, uh, some talking points or whatever to explain to people uh, what is it the, the, the amendment's about, when they, they must get out and vote, how they can get, in, and, uh, get to the website, and how they can push that website to their family and friends. Yeah. And again, this is going to be very, very important in June and July. We got it. We're going to, uh, the, the, the banners that we have uh, and the, the bumper stickers and the yard signs, they're all purple. With uh-huh. white background, or, or, or I should say white with purple background. And so we're hoping uh, in the month of June to cover the entire state purple. <laughs> nice. Like it. So, that's, so, so, so this is right now, before, as we get into this busy month of May, um, let's see if we can cut a little time out and call Value Them Both and say, hey, I need to go door to door. How do I get door, go door to door? Or how can I make a phone call? I can't walk. Or I can't, you know, go. How is it that I might be able to make some phone calls for yeah. value them both? Yeah. And what is it that I could do? I got. Can I tell another story? Well, well. Before I go there, just remember you mentioned family reunions. You mentioned Mother's Day. Do not forget graduations. Yes. And during the graduations, you need to ask these eighteen-year-olds or soon-to-be eighteen-year-olds, um, have they registered to vote yet? Yeah. And they need to get them to register to vote. Now, one more thing. when you, The registration is going to ask for party affiliation. It's going to ask Republican, Democrat, or unaffiliated, or something like that. You have to mark one of those. And so every when you register to vote. So um, without that registration, you can't vote. So you only have, let's see here, 21 days away from the... Um, uh, uh, the election is your last day to register. So it's really going to happen, I think, the middle of July or something like that, or the 1st of July. You've got to be able to get these young kids who just graduated high school, make sure they're registered to vote. And they have to choose a party affiliation. One other thing with that is that every Republican can vote on, uh, on this, at this primary. Every Democrat can vote at the primary. Every unaffiliated I can't vote at this primary. Everybody, because this is on our ballot, every single Kansan who is registered to vote can vote. Uh, and just remember, you're going to need an ID that has to match the address on your registration. So, again, just double-check that. Make sure you're registered to vote. 
uh, in your uh, in your precinct or in your uh, in your county. Yeah, good good advice. Right. Yep. But graduations, eighteen year olds. We need to make sure these eighteen year olds. We start plugging them in and get them um, to encourage their classmates who are graduates. Make sure they register to vote as well. Yes, excellent. Love it. All right. So All right I have another story for you. Yep. Another story. And those of you who have been to my presentations, you will recall this story. Because um, I, I am asking everybody to take some action here. I'm asking them to get off their duff, <laughs> to, to go out uh, and put some yard signs out. I'm asking them to, um, you know, maybe, uh, and we also have these three foot by four foot signs. They're beautiful for uh, a larger home. That you, if you, especially if you're on your busy street, a three foot by four foot. Put it in your front yard. Yeah. Beautiful, beautiful. So we have different sizes, and you know, I, I was told somewhere, and I don't know where this any statistics or, or whatever, but every yard sign gets 32 votes. Now I don't know where I've heard that, but huh. I remember hearing that. Yeah. Every yard gets 32 votes. Every yard sign. So again, when uh, here's a, here's another story. Mother Teresa. Mother Teresa was telling a journalist one time, she was given a report, and she tells the story about one day she and her sisters um, received a Hindu man, pardon me, a Hindu man out of the gutter, and it took her and her sisters four hours to get, clean this person up to put, you know, to clean his wounds, to flush his wounds and whatever, even digging maggots out of the wounds and the sores and what have you, to give four hours to give some sort of care and compassion to this Hindu man. As they were finishing up, he feebly reached up and squeezed mother's hand and said, thank you. Mm. And at that utterance, his grip loosened, his hand fell to the side, and he died. Mm. The journalist said, well, well Mother, uh, he died. Um, wasn't that kind of a waste of time? And I, here's, here's, here's the, the powerful words of Mother. Mother said, no, no. She says, I and my sisters did not spend four hours on caring for a Hindu man out of the gutter. Mm. We spent four hours giving care and compassion to the body of Christ. Mm -hmm. That is the vision of a person who is able to see God. Yeah. And the way she was able to see God in the Hindu man is because she practiced every single day, yeah. kneeling before our blessed Lord in the Eucharist, yeah. looking past what looks like bread, looking past the veil of the element and seeing God. She used her eyes of faith as she could see Jesus in the Eucharist. She used those same eyes of faith to see Jesus in this poor, grotesque humanity that was brought before her. Yeah. That is what we are called to do. We are called. So I'm calling everybody to action, but I'm also called calling everyone to put on the eyes of God, to be able to take on these eyes of wisdom, to be able to see, like Mother Mother Teresa, yeah. uh, St. Mother Teresa, um, to be able to see as she would see.
So here's the challenge that we have to be able to look at the unborn child and the unborn child's mother to be able to see the image and likeness of God in every single person. Thank you for tuning in to Double-Edged Sword, Cutting to the Heart of a Deceptive Culture. If you're a business or service that can support this Double-Edged Sword show, please note that your underwriting will run three times during this show, which runs five times a week. Just call 785-621-4110. You're listening to Divine Mercy Radio 101.7 KJDM, Lindsborg, Salina, 105.7 KMDG, Hayes, 88.1 KRTT, Great Bend, and 88.1 KVDM, Hayes. If today you hear his voice, harden not your hearts.